Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. So, hey, welcome, Mortgage and uh, Real Estate World. We have a uh, Tuesday kind of, um, I don't know, it's a combination of like celebration, maybe a little bit of an alert, and, uh, and maybe some good old conversation about what's happening in the month of October in the lending and real estate business. There's some big news on the horizon. I have asked my dear friend, Linda Davidson, who has been by my side for uh, decades, helping me with sales mastery and organizing our our panels and our speakers. She's done a phenomenal job. Uh, One of of America's top producers has been, always will be, and she's a phenomenal leader. So Linda, good to have you on our, uh, I don't know, what are we calling this, right? Is it a coffee with Todd? Is it a podcast? Is it just a fireside chat? What is it? Whatever it is, it's just whatever it is. It is. So, welcome, dear. Thank you, thank you for having me. I always love to get on. It's so much fun and to just to uh, ch- chat with you and talk about the industry and talk about uh, our uh, sales mastery just finished and some fun things there. And just we're, I'm here to um, just be with you. I'm excited about it. That is that is awesome. It's always good to be together. So. Um, Ray, I, I think there's a little bit of a digital problem on Linda's end. She's all fuzzy. Should we come back live on this or should we reset it or what should we do? I want to make sure everybody can see her. What's really funny about this is we spent about 12 minutes fixing audio and uh, and now we have a little <laughs> bit of a... a <laughs> Uh, technology. We'll, we'll capture the audio and we'll hope, that, uh, we'll hope the satellites line up and uh, you can be bright and beautiful like you always are. So um, sales mastery today is the 18th day after mastery ended. I'm going to do a video on habit formation today because day 17 is one of the magic days in terms of formulating these strings of habits, which was a big part of sales mastery. 18 days past, Linda, we look back on mastery. What's your, uh, just give us your vibe on, you know, what mastery meant to you this year and what some of the highlights that you recall are and uh, give everybody a little update on that. You know, I, sales mastery, we were in, in March, um, we were so afraid that we could not pull off the excellence that we are so accustomed to pulling off in a sales mastery. And I love that every team member just committed together to make this happen. And we pulled off something that I don't think anyone dreamed how good we could do this. And so, and it wasn't just you, it wasn't just me, it wasn't the team. I mean, it was just a whole group. There was a village behind it. There was a huge village behind it. And um, I just, what a, what, how cool it was to see it come off, you know, where we, we all have to, and I hate this word, but I'm going to use it. We're all having to get used to the new normal. And, you know, it was so disappointed when we first, when we talked talk about not doing you know, the live and because I love my hugs from everyone and, you know, the right? but I, the content this year was so amazing. And, you know, what I do love about having the digital is, I've gone back and listened to so many of the podcasts and I love that I can pause and, and say, okay, wait a minute, I got to write that down one more time. 
And so I, that I do love, right? Cause I can go back and listen to it and recheck my notes and make sure that, um, when Katie Lance was talking about a lot of social media stuff and was able to go back and rewrite some notes on that. And when, um, you know, when we had the social media panel and, and Roger was talking about his, what he's doing with uh, YouTube, wrote some additional notes. And there's so many, I can't even tell you what my favorite was this year because there were so many favorites. Uh, I mean, James Clear was just um, out of the box. And then I just sit when I, when uh, John Maxwell is on, I just sit there and my eyes because John Maxwell was my first intro into leadership, into effective leadership. Um, and he he doesn't even know this to this day, but he changed my love for reading again. I used to love to read as I was a kid. And then, you know, how you just get out of the, the loop and then he changed that um, in, in that love for, for reading again. And so, oh, my gosh. And Dr. Rebecca Heiss, I love <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love the fearless. That was so much fun. And there was so many highlights this year that just were, um, uh, you know, the magical moment of uh, getting to meet Oliver Brown and hearing his story. And then we accidentally, quite by accident, God thing, you know, met Letitia, his sister, and was able to present that story and, and, uh, perseverance and determination. And so there are so many, there are so many things that happened great at sales mastery this year. I mean, you could just go on and that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I look back on it and I feel blessed. Number one, I I feel really, really blessed that um, we had a, we did have a village that put, pulled this off. And I think we had uh, besides you and me and all the 40 different speakers and panelists, we had 40 people behind the scenes, you know, pushing buttons and pulling levers and and doing the editing and and the music and then the live feeds and all that. So it it was really, it's, it's, uh, it's almost, it's almost still one of those moments where you pinch yourself because uh, because we're behind it and and uh, I think at the at the peak we had almost twenty thousand devices logged in and of course you know we had watch parties of 10, 15, 20, 30 people in in some locations so it was it was really beautiful it was a beautiful thing I think what I would like to say to everybody that's watching this is if you didn't attend you can still attend I mean you can what's so beautiful this year is it's uh, we produced a you know a three day TV show is what we did and so you can watch the reruns and the replays as much as you want you can have access to all that information and you know when you form new habits it's really good to be able to go back it's really good to go back and say what did I miss or what were some of the takeaways that maybe I really need to think on and then of course the the other opportunity is beyond just sales mastery we produced 22 breakout sessions and those breakout sessions are also available so in total there's almost 66 courses to go through that represent sales mastery this year so just go to salesmasteryevent.com you can check it out. So Linda, what's happening in the mortgage and real estate market right now? You and I were talking yesterday. Uh, looks like October is, I'll, I'll just let you say it because I was, when we were talking, I said, we got to get you on. We got to talk about this today. So give us the the 411 on pipelines, mortgages, deadlines, all the good stuff. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so October is projected to be one, if not the 
largest month in the history of the industry for a few reasons. So purchase business is up 28%, which is kind of crazy where it kind of the best of both worlds are that tell of two cities. Remember the book, it, it was the, the, the best of times, the worst of times. We've got unemployment right beneath 8%, but then we've got purchase business up 28% in most markets. So how crazy is that? Um, multiple offers in the, I mean, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, every house is multiple offers. And then, um, then I, and then the, um, then you've got the FHFA um, is doing the hit on any loans that are not uh, below 120,000 or home ready or home possible. That comes into play with Freddie and Fannie um, on delivery of at twelve one. So you're going to have most lenders do cutoffs between the fifth to the fifteenth, somewhere in that work, so they can deliver that loan to Freddie and Fannie uh, before that FHA FHFA hit. I can't say that because they have to make sure they deliver it. And they're going to start pricing that in right after, you know, after that, because we've got to deliver that loan before 12-1. So unless something changes there, which we're not anticipating a change, you know, it did get extended, but we're not anticipating a change um, unless something changes in the next few days. Uh, we're not uh, anticipating that. Then we've got every lender trying to push in those refinances that maybe was easier to push out another month or whatever trying to get the purchase business in with the huge rush that we're seeing that and then trying to see, get as many refis in. So because of the hit, so it's the projected volume is, is pretty amazing. So we sent out to our, um, to our, all our uh, real, real, real uh, referring partners and our uh, title companies and everything and just said, Hey guys, I just want, you know, as your trusted leader, I or trusted lender. I want to make sure that you know what October is going to look like. So, you know, be patient, be kind. Um, and then, you know, historically, you also see that um, stocks and bonds, there's always short moves with um, the market in, in October also. So, you know, we've seen the last couple of days in the, in the bond market just a crazy up and down because, of uh, you know, um, Trump was in the hospital and the out and then the good news, the bad news, and then, then the stock market's doing what it's doing. I'm not going to try to be the the, um, the 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 stock and bond expert, but we're still. And then you know, with all that um, everything else, um, believe it or not, October has two full moons, and so I I believe, I believe in full moon uh, in, in the mortgage industry because I can always tell it. You know, it must be a full moon. Um, and so there's one at the very there was one at the very beginning of October, and, and there's going to be one at the very end. So. Um, that's always a joke, but it's still, you know, we always talk about when it's, we're like, everybody's going crazy. Oh my gosh, it's a full moon. So, um, but we do really anticipate October to be one, if not one, if not the largest month ever yeah. uh, in the closings. And so we have to make sure that there's enough margin. I know you have talked so many times about margin and, margin in life and margin in, in business and margin in capacity and margin in uh, being able to have enough uh, capacity and in, in, in staff to, to close those loans. And we're going to have to, as leaders, be these next two weeks, we have to be on top. I mean, I am like riding this pipeline and it's not even my job to ride pipeline. And I'm riding this pipeline for the, the first two weeks of October 
Because if I do it now and make sure that every single loan is approved, our goal is that by the end of this week, that every single loan our pipeline for October is approved. And we've got a we've got a huge pipeline, but we're we're doing that for one reason and one reason only because we know that month in is going to be really crazy if we don't do it. Um, so we're doing a major push right now and uh, having fun and sensitizing our team to make sure that happens. Uh, and then that gives us those three weeks to get our clear to closes done. So that's what we, uh, and we're, we're getting our CDs out as quickly as we can. We're getting everything we can done those first two weeks of this first two weeks of October, because two weeks of October, it's going to be, it's just going to be uh, a pretty crazy. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be. Yes, it will be. So what are um, what are some of the preemptive moves that besides the obvious that that if it's not in, I think you said by the, the end of the week. So that'd be what the ninth. Well, we we had already told our, our team, guys, we have to have everything. So this morning was the deadline to get the loan in for um, if you were going to close this month. So and that is in, into setup so we can make sure that. And then we're by the end of this week, we're going, we are incentivizing our team to have our, our loans all into underwriting. And again, it may not happen for every single one, but that's the goal. So if you get it, you know, if you have a target, then at that point, you at least know if you don't hit at all, you're going to at least hit as much as you possibly can. Because we know at the end, we don't want to be those ones that, are asking, you know, I need to get this in and I need approved it. I need this loan approved. You know, I mean, that you're way behind the, the eight ball. In right. that. Now you just need to get the CTC done. And so, you know, it, it, we may not be 100% by Friday to have every loan in um, for submittal, but at least um, that's our goal. And yeah. so we're, we're, we're staying on top of it. We've got, we've, we've taken um, a few of the team members on the back end and they're working on the front ends and then we'll hit the back end. Right. So just to make sure it happens, because that's important in projecting, knowing that what October is going to look like October, you know, that last week of October is going to be nuts. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things we talked about at Mastery is we talked about innovation and then of course with John Maxwell, John, was talking about adaptation. And right now we got to innovate and adapt, but probably more adapt than innovate. And um, I, I think back to Mastery and when we had Dave Stevens, you know, retired uh, president and CEO of the NBA and a uh, guy that really understands the market. I know he's a guy that uh, does some work with, with your company. You guys are a, a massive national player. And what's, what, what's the word from your company and or you know what are you seeing with the market that lends itself to maybe some adaptation or innovation as we hit november december of course you or i do not know what the future holds but we do know that it is going to change um what what are you hearing what are you how are you prepping your team for november and december and the start of 2021 and what are some things your company's telling their their leaders to really pay attention to so I think that the biggest thing is every single mortgage company in the U.S. has struggled with capacity. There's not a, if you haven't struggled with capacity, there's a bigger issue, right? Uh, because it it's very difficult right now to hire um, non-experienced uh, persons in, in the industry because there's no time to train, you know, so it's just get in there and get it done because of the capacity. 
So one of the things I find interesting, and, and this is in any type of industry, any organization, it doesn't matter. When your pipelines are full, that's when you figure out where you leak. So it's kind of like, you know, where you, even if you, if you look at uh, a, a hose, right? When, that, when it's rushing through, you see where the leaks are, right? So as leaders, we have to continue, um, even if it does slow down, now we know where we leak and we've been able to patch those holes, but now we need to fix those holes. And so I think as leaders, we always have to continue to look ahead and, and, and none of us really know, I, you know, I have a crystal ball. I don't know if you can see it behind me. My friend of mine gave it to me because I always say I don't have a crystal ball. It just doesn't work. But, <laughs> but the, um, we have to, to the best of our knowledge and best of our abilities, we have to continue to look ahead as we build and, and stay at capacity without being unwise in budgeting also, because there's a dance and there's a fine line because it's sales and ops and sales and ops and sales and ops. And it's a dance, you know, because sometimes you have more ops than you have sales and sometimes you have more sales than you do ops. And so you have to continue to know how to adjust. So do we take someone from the front end and put them in the back end this week? Or do we take someone from the back end and put them in the front end this week? So, you know, how do we adjust if this person's not very busy, then let's move that this over here. So whatever it is. And so that's why it's so important to have good leaders around you that are always looking at the adjustments because we adjust, we have to adjust and punt. And we've, we as leaders all across the board in the mortgage industry and in many industries have had to do a lot of punting this year. And I mean, you had to do a huge, a huge punt in, in March and say, this is what we're going to do. We've all learned, have had to learn how to punt better this year than I think almost any year that I've ever, I've been in this business almost 25 years and I've never had to punt better than this year. <laughs> so I think that if there's any key word this year is being better at punting and yeah. Well, we've had to do it. We have. And, you know, it's been fun. We, we have, uh, as you know, because you're in it, our elite group. And uh, it's interesting each month when we have our kind of our check in or our webinar with our 20, 23 or 24 leaders that um, they're all really fascinated with the lessons that they're learning from breakage. Right. And you try everything you can to make sure you don't have breakage. But you will have breakage when pipelines are full and you'll have breakage anytime you're trying to change. You'll have breakage anytime you're trying to do something new. And I think that th this is a season for lesson learning. And I think, you know, when we really think about where we are, the uncertainty of COVID, it's here. You got two different camps. You got the fear camp and the kind of the faith camp that we're going to, you know, get through it faster. And it's, you know, it's it's not life threatening to, you know, the largest part of the population. And and then you have on the other hand, you've got, you know, people that uh, even today I was on a bike ride and uh, there are people that are wearing masks on a bike ride outdoors when they're moving 15 miles an hour. You know, it's just you got to be careful and and yet at the same time you got to live. And so the lessons that we learn throughout challenging 
challenging times, like the market, like purchase business coming back, like refis really pushing our pipelines, and then the uncertainty of the market. You gotta you gotta do what you can do, and you gotta learn what you can learn, and you gotta change and innovate before the rest of the world catches up. And I think, you know, I got about twenty three lessons that I think we learned last month just in 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 trying to pull off this event. You know, and and even though the ratings were so high there's still a bunch of lessons, you know, and we talked in mastery about progress being more important than perfection. And I think that as we head into the end of the year, it'd be a really solid idea to, to really kind of journal. What are the big ahas from the year? What are the things that you really, because most of us, I think have just tried to hang on, right? But, but what are the lessons you've learned and how do those manifest themselves next year so that you and your team are better for the journey? Um, that's kind of my sense. And uh, I'm sure you guys have learned the same thing, right? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I am trying to carve my time out for November, December, because I have been, and I know every leader understands this, we've been so much in the forest that we haven't been able to come up 10,000 feet. I actually told my my manager team yesterday, guys, I have to go 10,000 feet. And um, so these are the steps we're going to, you know, it's not going to happen in October, obviously, because I, you know, we're in the trenches and we're going to get it done. But November, December, you know, I've got to go 10,000 feet because I cannot be the effective leader unless I do so. And so, you know, as we continue to grow and we, we want to continue to grow and as we continue to be, be the things we want to be when we grow up, you know, but, um, but I have to go in that 10,000 feet uh, to do so because you cannot do it. I mean, you can punt and you can innovate quickly and adapt is probably, again, you're right, the better word, because you have it sometime gone 10,000 feet. So, you know, the solution or, you know, you know, let, let me think this out through and that kind of thing. But if we as leaders don't go um, that 10,000 feet at times, then we're not yeah. going to be the long term effective leader that we need to be. Yeah, huge, 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 huge. So um, as you think about. Uh, the fact that there's 11 weeks left in the year. What are some of the top things you're thinking about for 2021? Give us Linda Davidson's two or three things that are on your radar in your crystal ball for how you see 2021 starting off. And what are some of the things you want to do uniquely and differently? Absolutely. So, you know, we, um, I think if once you stop real to the point you want to, you don't want to grow, that's okay. If that's where you are, but that's not where I am. I can't stand to not be growing, to be in better, to be in. So um, we know where our leaks are. Uh, we know what we need to do to fix. Now we've got to implement that. So as the leader of our, of our branch, um, then I, my job is to help our loan officers, to help our operation leaders and stuff to, uh, such to identify those and start working on, on how we be how we are to be better. As we continue to bring in more sales, then we have to make sure we balance ops and sales. And um, and then just um, you know, just making sure we are better every single day. And that's one of the things that I love about Elite that we do is just we push each other to um, you know the the numbers in that group always amaze me, but everyone always wants to be better even be better tomorrow. And so um, there was, I, I don't remember which speaker it was, and you probably remember it, that just said, be 1% better than you were yesterday. 
Um, I can't remember which speaker. It was James, it was James Clare. James Clare, yes. One yeah. percent better. And I always have said be better uh, daily, but I love that one percent. How can I be one percent better? Because if you're one percent better every single day, that means that you're 365 better by one year. How cool is that, right? And then so you have to identify as leaders what that means in your world. You know, so as leaders, we need to set a time that side to, again, go that 10,000 feet and identify what that means to be 365% better in those realms, in those areas in one year. And yeah. so my that's my goal uh, for for uh, the rest of the year. Well, time, once we get through October, uh, then to get identify those, have those um, set, and then start working on those for next year. Yeah, I love what the CEO of your company always says: learn, grow, and get better. Learn, grow, and get better. Learn, grow, and get better. It's just such a powerful concept, right? Um, well, my dear, good to hang with you for a half hour this morning, and thanks for the October update. And uh, it's an honor to to be your friend, and it's a pleasure to know that. Uh, we get to change the world because of our commitment to the brand sales mastery and you are um, a main engine in that uh, in that beautiful brand and we couldn't do it without you. So thank you for everything and uh, fund some loans, would you? You got it. All right. Appreciate All right, you. Guys, check out salesmasterevent.com if you'd like to know anything more about how you can have access to it. And we are grateful that we were able to pull that off this year. Be well, have a good October and talk soon.